What's good, everybody? Welcome to 99 Miles Per Hour with me, your host, Percy Garner, where we talk about life and sports and everything in between. Okay, y'all, um, thanks for tuning in to, uh, to hear me talk. And uh, we have a special guest today. Um, you ready? No, Jay. <laughs> we got one of my, I'll say the best friend that I've ever had. Oh, man. Yeah, so that's a big old statement right there. <laughs> um, but man, this me and this dude have been through it and came out on the other side. I mean, obviously we still working and all, but um this dude has inspired me to do a lot of stuff, you know, to continue to get better in my life. And uh he's I think his main goal, which we'll hear in a little bit, is to inspire others as well, not just his friends. And uh he's he's trying to make an impact on these young people. Uh, did I get that right? His name is Micah Mills. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got my name right. <laughs> Micah A. Mills. Right, you already know. Uh, good to have you on the show, man. How you feeling? Oh, man, it's great to uh, come back home. It's always good to be back home and always good to uh, spend some time with my boys. So let's get at it. Yeah, I know this has probably been a dream. We always talked about when we was younger, yeah. like, man, what if we were having this recorded or, <laughs> uh, you know, well, some of the stuff we didn't want to have recorded. But uh, <laughs> but some of the stuff is just like, man, like, you know, just to show people a little background and how, you know, you know, I guess what our personalities were, you know, because we behave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have a fun side and, sure. you know, it's, it's just fun to get it out there and, and see how we behave together because, you know, we two peas in a pod. <laughs> <laughs> this guy <laughs> and uh just to let y'all know man micah like i love my family and we get down we have fun and but when you mix my family with micah's family so <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it gets yeah. a little wild and we have fun we know what we're doing and man, i just love i just love your family man your, your mom your sisters and all we'll get to them though later you know we don't give them too much I mentioned on the things, then they Felicity Jasmine they're going to come on the podcast. Uh, <laughs> here we go, here we go. Uh, but uh, I mean, are you nervous at all? You ever done anything like this? I know you speak in front of kids, yeah. you know stuff, but you know it's a different a different space for you. So yeah, no, I'm I'm not nervous. Um, the biggest thing is like. You know, you didn't give me any any questions to prepare for, so uh, that's a little different. It's gonna be straight off the cuff, real authentic. But uh, nah, man, I'm I'm excited to hopefully give some people to think about, and uh, excited to dive in with you, man. It's been awesome to see your podcast grow uh, just over this this early course with you and, and Josh all just uh, pouring into people, letting people hear different things and everyone I've heard so far, you know, I've, I've picked up on several nuggets. So nice. uh, I'm excited that hopefully I can give, give a couple of those out as well. Well, I'm, I'm pretty sure you will. Um, yeah. And Josh, you didn't really get to speak last episode, <laughs> but feel free to chime hey, in. Hey man, Josh be <laughs> d- jumping in sometimes. I'm like, I forgot there was another, <laughs> I forgot there was a third person. It's going to, it's going to be hard to get something in on this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I owe you an apology, Josh. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, look, we still can't, we ain't even let him talk yet. <laughs> I know, but I owe you an apology. I'm just going to turn it off. <laughs> turn the mic off. <laughs> <laughs> but I owe you an apology. You know, I came at your professionalism. You done a great job last episode, and I was listening to it, and I was just like, "Wait, what, why, why I say that? Josh is doing a good job." It's just that one time. Remember on Jamal's episode, we had stopped, 
And then you were like, wait, you guys are talking about some real stuff. Let's keep recording. And then Steve was out doing his yard work, and he was like, wait, where are we jumping to? What's he <laughs> so that was, that was, I don't, you would have to pull something out of your, your hat to make that kind of just flow. When yeah, we, there wasn't really a transition there to <laughs> nah, that one. But no, nah, you were doing a great job, and I appreciate all the work. The logo, the merch is out. Get Level Podcast Network, but the, um, the link will be in the description. We got to put the link in the description to get to that. Uh, to Hit your subscribe. merch store. Hit subscribe. Oh yeah, subscribe and like. Yeah. That'll help us out. Nah. Hit subscribe. <laughs> but we'll be on YouTube, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify. You know, Spotify just signed Joe Rogan to that big old deal, so we're gonna have to put some uh, some video on Spotify as well. Were you aware of that? No, no idea. Yeah, he just signed a big deal with Spotify to nice. take all his rights, all his podcasts, and everything to Spotify. So. Okay, well, good for him. He got that bag, hundred hundred mil. Next. <laughs> <laughs> I like Micah's uh, optimism. Hey, just give me something on the side. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Let's dive in. What are we getting to? Uh, well, I guess we I, your childhood. I mean, I don't really want. I've been talking a lot of childhood with everybody, but you know, mm-hmm. Steve, we didn't get through it too well. And I want to get to you know more pressing matters and mm-hmm. just you know talk about what we've learned as grown ups. Um, but you can just briefly touch on growing up with your family because they've had a huge impact so yeah um man let's let's just dive in with first I'll start off with just uh how I was raised real quick like you know my mother um you know raising the me and my three older sisters in the household um you know predominantly by herself for the most part right Mm -hmm. and so she instilled in us a lot of confidence early on to let us know that no matter what background we come from no matter what situation we're in that we can be whatever we want to be and so she always instilled that confidence in us uh, to make sure we remembered that. Um, and then, you know, I had a, a unique relationship with my father growing on, just a little different, but it still was great. And it was always, you know, great for me. And the connection I had with him and the relationship that that grew into um, and him just teaching me always to self-reflect. He was really big on, on me self-reflecting. And uh, that, that was impactful for me. Um, and then the then the relationship I have with my grandparents was just second to none. You know, nanny and papa, who all my all my friends know as nanny and papa. Yep. You know, and <laughs> and uh, the lessons and wisdoms that I that I gained from them, man, was uh, instrumental on my uh, on my life. So yeah. I think those you know those are the three kind of main staples. Um, so I'll, I'll start there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's similar to me as well. Um, but the relationship you have with your dad uh, is a little different than one I've had because you know I never. You matured, and your dad's still there. Mm-hmm. With my dad, it was more of a, you know, the father-son, that's the only type of relationship we had. We didn't have that, like, all right, I'm grown now, dad. We can have different discussions. Right, right. <laughs> uh, and I miss that. I wanted to see what those would be like. But right. uh, I know, I, like, I, just the way your dad speaks, he's well-spoken. Yeah. He knows, you know, he's he's good at passing on information. So I could see a lot of what he's done. And I also could see a lot what Martha had done because, you know, that confidence she's instilled in you is is there, and I always kind of envied that growing up. Because um, I think I might get to that on another podcast, not even this podcast, but just talking about mental health with uh, mm-hmm. on another one. But that's something I struggle with, and I don't know mm-hmm. if you ever noticed that when I was growing up. But confidence, not socially, I can talk to anybody. Yeah, but, but confidence comes in a lot of areas of our life. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I was always envy of like how you carried yourself, especially when we were playing basketball and stuff like that. But I guess let's talk about how you. I guess growing to love basketball. See, these questions are easy. I'm just tossing them yeah, up. Oh, man, growing <laughs> to love basketball. Um, man, from the time I can remember, I've always watched basketball and played and played ball. 
Um, it helped, I guess, at a, at a young age where my sister, Crystal, who's the oldest, uh, was a was a huge basketball fan. And, you know, and I was the young one. She she really took me under her wing at a young age. And so I was watching Allen Iverson with her when he was at Georgetown. Wow. You know, I was watching uh, – she loved Michael Jordan, so I was watching the Bulls with her. And my whole family was watching it, really, but Crystal loved basketball, loved to watch. Um, and then my grandma, Nanny, um, she, loved, she loved Michael Jordan, you oh, know, okay. so – you know, I would go over to Nanny's house on Sunday afternoons after church, and we would watch the Bulls game at 3 p.m., you know, and then nice. she would record them for me as well because uh, most of the time growing up, we didn't have cable. You yeah, know? So yeah, she would yeah. record them on, on VHS, and then I would go back home and watch them. And just, I, just loved, I just loved the game and grew in it that way. And then early on, playing at the YMCA. And I think it's always important in anything you do at a young age is to experience some type of success at a young age to, to really feel that fire and uh, because I was playing and dribble, being able to dribble with both hands at a younger age, like I kind of had that success uh, in my younger days and just fueled that fire. You know, I still remember uh, the first time we had our, our, our big duel matchup and we won. <laughs> and uh, you were throwing your shoes on the court. And Did big you, Purse, you hear us talking about yeah, that? Yeah, I, I, so. I, was, I was dying because I still remember Big Purse coming on the court. It was like, hey, hey. <laughs> And, and then the crazy part was, you remember, like the rest of the the rest of the season that year in the league, we didn't keep score. Yeah. Like they stopped keeping yeah. score after that. Yeah, after that, I was yeah. like, I, I, oh. about that. I was like, this dude don't ruin it for all of us. Like, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I, I had that, that success at a young age, man. I just, I love, I loved it, man. It's so fun, and I still get excited about it to this day. So, and all the South School athletes, you know, we drove that, you know, oh, already. The, the competition already. <laughs> on the playground already. <laughs> I always got to bring up South School. You know South, what I'm South School. Everybody knows that's where the best athletes come from. We already know. <laughs> oh, shoot. But, no, man, I mean, uh, many people don't know, but basketball was my favorite sport as well. But, you know, you just uh, – you were dedicated. And I, I always noticed that. Obviously, you didn't play baseball as much as I did and stuff like that. I mean, you did play when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, obviously, you focused on football and basketball. And, uh, I mean, it showed. Uh, I loved going to watch you play college ball, man. And, you know, I, I truly believe that, you know, you could have got, you know, bigger, uh, more opportunities if you were bigger. Yeah, yeah. But, hey, you did what you – hey, but now you're doing something else. Like, so, obviously you love basketball and you love, uh, you know, inspiring people. Before we get to, you know, college coaching, let's uh, talk about uh, the PGC project that you uh, participate in. Yeah, so – after my after I graduated from high school, um, I was looking for something to help me bridge that gap between being a high school basketball player and a college basketball player. And my father gave me for a graduation gift. He said, hey, I found this this camp. It's called Point Guard College. I don't really know much about it. These are the reviews I had on it. It seems like it's legit. It seems like it's great. He was like, hey, I'll, I'll pay for this for you to go to this camp because it's an expensive camp. He's like, I'll pay for this for you for this camp or I'll give you money um for you for you for a car and i was like hey let's let's go to the camp dang i didn't know that that's what's up yeah so that's how i present so i i went we went to the camp man and ever since then i've been back every summer you know and i i uh attended that summer and at the session i attended just so happened the owner was there and uh i did some things to really stand out and he just took a liking to me and really took me under his wing and mono watts is his name Still a mentor of mine right now to this day. And, uh, you know, I grew from being an athlete at the camp to being a uh, basket instructor 
to being an assistant director. And now for the last four summers, I've been directing my own sessions uh, all over the country, even been down to Mexico, um, been different places. So, yeah, it's been it's been great. Well, I'm going to rephrase that one sentence you said. Uh, you said just so happens. I think it, I think. It was planned out by someone uh, <laughs> overwatching everything. You know, we're going to take Micah's personality and we're going to stick the owner here because we know it's going to rip off. <laughs> and, you know, that's how relationships are born. Yeah, but, um, facts. But, no, man, that, I've always admired, you know, the PGC that you, you talked about it a lot. And um, just to hear you and actually see now some of the speeches you give and just the impact you have on those kids, man, is great just because, I mean, I know you and I know yeah. – you know, the strengths you have and uh it's just it's it's great to when God blesses you to be able to share that gift and you know take advantage because I think my nephew he has a uh, a poster and it says uh something about I'm gonna mess it up. Something about <clears throat> uh it's not about the gifts that you gave uh, that God has given you, but you know, about how you use them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of people can use them for bad or for good, but it's good to see that you've chosen to use them for good, but it's so great to you. You got to use your blessings to bless others, mm-hmm. you know, in all all ways, shapes, or form. And you know, I've been I've been blessed with uh, the ability to connect with people, and and I use that through the game of basketball. So it's it's, an, it's a it's a beautiful thing. Now, me, I'm trying to do it on a different thing. I'm trying to use this podcast now. Other than I already know you, but there's, I'm still not learning some new stuff. Uh, oh, I, I, yeah, I'm yeah. using this podcast to learn more about right. people. <laughs> Uh, but you know, what you want to know, what you want to know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I like, uh, what anybody you want? I could actually, I got a shout out to make. Okay. And, and you know who this person is. He just turned 30. He old as dirt, but, uh, <laughs> I'm 31. So I'm trying to figure out what's that, what's that make me, <laughs> nah, go ahead. but, uh, it's, uh, one of my receivers in high school who didn't have a touchdown to the playoffs. <laughs> His name is Kyle Sattler. But uh just want to shout out to you for your birthday, man. Happy birthday. And uh K Sat, where you at? <laughs> and also I just want to say, you know, congratulations on having the best um uh, roll call on the Dover Tornado basketball team. <laughs> oh, but that's enough of that. Maybe we'll have you on the episode later. But yeah. uh, you know, is there anyone you want to give a shout out to? Some special someone out of uh that no. doesn't live in this country. Hey, chill out, man. <laughs> she home, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all. I always give a shout out. Like I always give a shout out to my my girl Claire Murphy. Hey, hey, okay. But, uh, I don't know why I need to do that's real awkward right now. No, don't man. Hey, come on, Mikey, you ain't awkward. <laughs> anyway, so Claire, <laughs> let's just say Claire is a uh, uh, you know Mike is hard to uh, to impress uh, if you're the opposite sex. Oh gosh, and uh, <laughs> I'll see you know this man growing his relationships, and it's just it's it's nice to see him on someone with someone that you know, I guess can reach his level intellectually. Mm. And the the COVID kind of forced us to get to know Claire mm-hmm. quicker mm-hmm. than I think it would have happened, which is good. There's been some good out of this COVID. Yeah. But uh, we, we've we been having our weekend uh, Zoom calls or Google Hangouts, and right. uh, we have fun. We have fun. But uh, we learned a lot about Claire, and she, she's she got opinions, and she she don't hold back. And I like that about uh. her because that's exactly how you are. And yeah. most people say opposites attract. But I think, uh, you know, you guys have being strong opinionated and having, you know, that intellectual bond. For sure. Yeah. I, I think that it's, that's huge for me. You know, like even our relationship, any of my closest friends and now, you know, definitely Claire is in that is like I love to be able to laugh and joke and have a good time. But at the same time, like I love to get serious right? yeah. and I love to dive deep into things and and unpack that statement you just made. And, and how do you truly feel about that? And and uh, this is going on. Let's talk about. Let's discuss it because I think 
it's so easy just to brush things over the table or brush them under the rug, however you want to put it. But to really get to know people, man, you got to dive deep with them. And, uh, you know, that's been so awesome about uh, our relationship as well. Just uh, every situation has allowed us to dive deeper with each other. I still remember, um, you know, we used to take those long walks at like <laughs> 11 p.m. We yeah. would walk from my house all the way up to like Dover Middle School and oh back, man, gosh. and just talk about everything. Talk about you and Krista. We talked yep. about college coming up. Talked about, you know, being a quarterback at Dover. Like, yep. talked about all that stuff, man. And, and uh, yeah, so uh, deep connections always been important to me. Yeah, those were the days. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, you know, it's always, you know, be able to, you know, to have those people that you can reflect on. And I've, Mike has always been that for me. Um, but uh, I'm glad we had that in there. But let's go to uh, college coaching. So where was your first job? Was that Otterbein? Man, you want to talk about coaching, period? Like my first my first coaching job? Yes. Or, well, my first, my first real coaching job was obviously being a water boy here. At, uh, okay. at Dover, Dover okay, football. I like it. I like it. Yeah, that, right. that, that job right there taught me so much. And uh, – you know, the, the the biggest thing about that job, one of the biggest things about that job was how I still got that job. And um, I don't know if I ever told you that story. How no, I was jealous of how you and Daniel had it. I wanted to be on the <laughs> sideline too, but, right. but go ahead. You hey. was on the sideline with Colbert. I'm like, right. I'm going to be over there. Like, how'd you get it? Nah, you get so, it? so my mom was just, uh, you know, like I said, always – looking out for us and, and trying to instill confidence in us and teach us lessons um, as she was still pursuing her dreams and aspirations as well. So um, one of the things she did, she told me in the summertime, she was like, hey, um, instead of you just going over to Nanny Papa's all the time, like, what if, you know, you went and you went with the football team? And I was like, oh, that would be great type thing. She was like, okay, like, would you be the water, would you be willing to be the, the football team's water board? This was going into my fourth grade. So this is in between third and fourth grade, right, the summer of. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Like I think I'm thinking she already has it set up, right? And so she's like, "Okay, great." So we drive up to the stadium, and uh, they just got done finished their morning morning lifts, morning workouts in the summertime. And she's like, "Okay, um, you know, I, I talked to some people, but you got to go talk to Coach If and ask him if you can be the water boy." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> like, I was like, "Wait a minute!" Like yeah. I thought and I already he's not had that it. intimidating. No, he's know. not that intimidating, right? It's back then, you know, he was always lifting with us anyway, but he was real small, <laughs> right? So I'm like, "Okay." So I walk up. I'm like, "Are you serious?" She's like, "Yeah." Like if you want the job, like go ask him when he, when they come by. So I waited by the door, and like he came by, and you know, I kind of was like bashful and kind of was just like. Hey, coach, uh, you know, my name is Micah Mills, and, you know, I would like went on to know if I could be the water boy for the football team. And he kind of just – I still remember he kind of asked me, he's like, he's like, do you get good grades? And I was like, yes, sir. And he was like, um, do you know how to carry water? And I was like <laughs> – I remember being like, I can learn. Like, <laughs> I can learn type thing. Oh, um, my and then he said something about – and then he said something about his son, Daniel – and I was just like, yeah, awesome. Like, he was like, you know, becoming friends with Daniel. And, like, his son helps out as well. And I was like, yeah, that would be awesome. And uh, and that's how I got it. But that that first job, man, just that moment of pushing me outside my comfort zone was even at that age. Like, I still look back on that and just, like, I learned at a young age of being outside your comfort zone is usually a good thing. Yeah, you know, and yeah. just how uncomfortable I was about speaking out. And, man, that led to me and his relationship again to this day. Uh, has been phenomenal and just the influence I got to see every day of what a coach can have on young men was very impactful for me right so I got to see that at a young age till eighth grade and then obviously when we started 
you know, getting on varsity and then playing for him. Um, so that was probably my first coaching job. Then my second coaching job was with the bitty ball team. Oh, yeah. You know, I had Mason Mamorella. We won the championship at <laughs> <laughs> my junior year. I came in there in a suit and tie for that uh, championship oh game. I did, where was I at? What was I doing? Yeah, your team lost. That's where you was at. What you mean? <laughs> oh, and speaking of bitty ball, uh, Steve said he figured out that you, he was your coach when you were in bitty ball, him and uh, Matt Fonders. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, Josh, he was your coach. He was like, oh, Josh, oh, come on, man. So so Matt reminded him of that. So now part two, he's gonna he's probably going to bring that up. But. Yeah, so, yeah, Biddy Ball was great. It was <laughs> such a great way to give back to kids, man. But I just – I loved Biddy Ball, and I just – that's when I really started to get a passion for coaching even more. It's just like, again, that early success I talk about and being able to connect with that age group yeah. was, was great for me. Um, so I mean, it was it was obvious though. Like everybody knew. Parents when they're watching their their kids play, they're like, "Dang, Micah's like, you know, he's trying to win out there. He's <laughs> serious and he's coaching. You know, it's not like you're yelling at the kids and yeah. you're not also brushing them off. You're you're interested in them. But you're not just trying to win. You you want to you know better them uh, for the future. And I just always thought it was funny back then. But now it makes sense now. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, it's, it's great, man. I, like I always tell people they, when they ask this question, like I'm so blessed to have been coached by really three Hall of Famers, you know, because mm -hmm. Coach If, obviously we know Coach If is a Hall of Famer. Coach Von Kendall is a Hall of Famer. But, like, Coach Gunther is a Hall of Famer yeah. in his own, own right as well, you know. Yeah. And, and to have those three men always pouring into me uh, and, and taking me under their wings in different areas. And then, like, even to this day, I have a positive relationship with all three of those guys. And it's been um, truly, you know, it's special for me. And I just always wanted to, to give that opportunity to so many others, and especially when I got to college. And I saw the high school experiences that other guys on my team had and, like, how horrible it was mm -hmm. from either their coach, like, not knowing the game. And, like, like, I still remember the first day of practice and our coach is teaching us help side. And, like, there were truly guys who didn't know what help side was. And I'm no like, way. yes. I'm like, <laughs> what are we doing? Like, but now that I'm a coach, now that I'm a coach, like, you, it would be so amazed when I go to these high school practices and, and even college practices, like, it, it is what it is. But I go to some of these practices, and I'm like, man, like, these guys have no idea. Like, they're not – they have no idea about the game of basketball. Like, from setting a screen to using a pivot foot. And I'm talking, like, I'm coaching these guys in college practices, teaching them how to use a, do a reverse pivot. Wow. And that's stuff we did every day pre-practice. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, I've always been so fortunate for the foundation that I got in, in coaching, man, and it's uh, still impactful to this day. So, Yeah, I always share that same sentiment. But at the time, you're not thinking about that. You know Coach Von could don't coach it for good coaches. Right. But then once I interacted at my college level and even at the professional level, I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, it's just it's, it's, it's eye-opening. Then you start to find a new appreciation, almost like with your parents' relationship. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. When you're growing sure. up, you're like, oh, they always on my back. They don't know nothing. Yeah. And then when you hit that age, like probably like I would say 21, 22, you start to feel like, oh, wow. Like, right. <laughs> they, they actually knew what they was talking right, about. Right, right, right. <laughs> but um, it's not it's – not, it's not a – a wonder why they win like what like 80 percent of their games like when yeah. you really watch the structure they have like they i mean half the times they step onto the court their teams really have no chance of losing that game because <laughs> they're so prepared yeah. like like real talk though yeah. like like we would be so prepared whether it was football or basketball like there was only a handful of teams every year that we knew had a chance to beat us and yeah. it wasn't just because of our talent it was just because of how prepared we were yeah, yeah. um i never answered that question but 
I just I started going, so it's my, oh. it's my bad. <laughs> it's all it's good. My bad. Well, before we get through that, I just want to talk about um, the the pin tweet you have from 2018. It's, uh, oh, it's, we going to Twitter? Yeah, we oh, going to Twitter, baby. <laughs> I know it's not a great place to be right now. Uh, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on, but there's also some positive stuff. You know, sure. even though they don't want you to see the positive stuff. Hey, but uh, the pin tweet you have is I love it though. So that's why I really wanted to touch on it. I haven't really gotten to Twitter on anybody else, but. Um, the quote is, uh, if you love someone, you don't let them settle for less than their best. Mm. And that quote is by John Gordon. Now, John Gordon is the guy uh, that has, is it the Energy Bus? Yeah, he yeah. has a, a several books, but Energy Bus is one yeah, of them. So yeah. that's the one I have. But Yeah, okay. <clears throat> but so the way I look at that is is kind of could bring friction and and I know Andy Minio is an artist I listen to a lot a lot of his music and he has like a similar quote in his song you know where you know he talked to his friend you know and he knew he he loved the dude and he knew it would bring friction but he had to be honest with him and obviously we know in today's world I guess probably forever it, not many people are straight up honest all the time right because they think it's better for that person but explain what that that quote means to you I just felt like if I if I know you aren't showing up as your best self. And uh, I don't say something to you, then then I'm I'm aiding you in whatever whatever action that is. No matter no matter what, it can be as simple as uh, one of my players um, working to a C level in the classroom where that's not their level. It could be to you um, how you interacting with your kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If I see anybody that I, I truly have a care for and I truly love, if if you're not showing up as your best self, um, and I don't I don't say something about it, then and I'm not holding you accountable, holding you to your best self, and I just can't let that let that happen. And so even if sometimes you got to approach the situation where you got to tell somebody, hey, this is coming out of love, or, <laughs> or hey, this is this might this might hurt, but, you know, I understand that. But you, you got to be real with people. And at the same time, like, I want the same, same with me. Yeah. You know, I want – when I'm not showing up as my best self, I want people to be able to say, hey, you know, what's going on here? You know, what, what are we doing? Where are you at right now? And, and – uh, yeah, I just think it's so important for us to strive to be our best selves, and and that's how you truly love somebody is is not letting them settle for anything less than less than their best. Uh, the one thing about that, Krista does that well for me. Sometimes you know, like we talked about the Andy Mineo song, yeah, uh, as yeah, yeah. well. Sometimes you know, the confidence ain't there. We already talked about that, but she she's always got the foot on the pedal and pushing me, which I love because I respond to that. That's how my dad was. That's how mm-hmm. Coach Jeff was. That's how Coach Vonkano was. Coach Gunther. Um, even Coach Hall, eighth grade coach, like, <laughs> like Indian we, runs. Yeah, we were blessed. As like, if you just think about that, Josh, like, who was your favorite coach besides Coach Jeff? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I always like Coach Everhart in oh, baseball. Okay, yeah. okay, I coach like Everhart, that. See, yeah. it, it, that just goes to show, like, obviously, Nate, the like most people don't bring up Gunther because he never was the varsity coach. But JV coach, he's got a huge impact, especially in practice. Oh yeah, and I just wish I had a especially recording. Me as a point guard, I know, yeah, because that's what you know. But I, I just wish I had like a recording of him. Uh, oh my god! I just want to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh, no, Coach goodness. Gunther did not hesitate on uh, ripping you, you out know. the game. <laughs> yeah, he'll you tell don't you, know nothing. Yeah, he'll tell you don't know nothing, and he'll tell your teammate to get you out. <laughs> As soon as you saw that, you do something done on the court and you saw the, the player run to the scores table, you knew it was your turn to sit down. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But uh, but those those are great memories. At the time when they're having it, ain't great. But. And we used to laugh about them, though, yeah, after, yeah, right yeah, afterwards, true, true, though. True, right true. afterwards. Not in their face, but right afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So 
I guess, okay, I guess to expound on the coaching and yeah. I, I do want to get to, you know, what your goals are at the end. Like, what do you want to be remembered as or stuff yeah. like that, which I already have an idea, but we're going to share it with the audience, you know. Hey, I love it. <laughs> but um, I know you coached at a lot of different, a lot of different places mm-hmm. and you brought up places that I never would have thought about, you know, you coaching and it's great. Um, but like, um, so just name a few more places besides obviously you're at Wilmington right now. Yes, sir. And uh, is this your longest tenure? Yeah, yeah, this is my longest time. I've been on a spot. Um, you know, I, I went to right out of school, right out of West, right after I finished at Ohio Valley University, I went to Audubon University okay. where I was a graduate assistant and got my master's degree. Um, but I coached Wait, there. What was that master's degree in? Uh, allied, allied health and sports science type oh, okay, deal. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so I went and was there for two years, and then uh, I stayed on for an additional third year. So I was there for three years. Uh, met Coach Hunt, who is the coach I work for now. I actually met him uh, kind of one of those moments, again, getting outside your comfort zone. We were just both at the same high school game, and I didn't know him. He didn't know me. We coached against each other in the same conference, but, you know, it's – it's not like high school where you know all these coaches that you coach against because you're right next to them. So um, didn't know him at all. He didn't know me at all. And I just kind of went up to him and introduced myself um, and just started off a, re- a cold call relationship, basically. And just so happens that next year he had an opening up on his assistant position. And, you know, he saw me out recruiting a lot and knew I was a hard worker. And we went out for – we actually didn't even really do a full interview. Like, we just went out and grabbed coffee and just talked for two hours. And, and you know, and that's how we got to know each other. I got to know him. He got to know me. Um, and then he brought me down and just took me around campus and was like, hey, you know, the job's yours if you want it. Like, I love our connection, and I, I know, uh, you know, you want to pour in the guys, and that's that's what I'm about. And uh, so I've been there now. I uh, just finished up uh, my fifth season. Wow. Dang. Right. It's been five It's already? been five years, man. Wow. Crazy. That is I've crazy. had my first full recruiting class come through, you know what I'm saying? That's so it's, what's up. It's, yeah, it's, it's been great to, to see those relationships continue to grow, man, and, you know, coaching kids for four years at that at that level has been uh, it's been awesome. That's it's what's awesome. up. That's what, that is. That's crazy. I did not know it was hard years. Wow. Oh, I like the, the little uh, phrase you use because that's what I'm going through right now in my sales job, cold call. Yeah. And a lot of people haven't experienced a cold call. I want, And my goal was to get in that with Steve because he's, you know, the ultra businessman yeah. salesman. But just uh, being able to do a cold call takes a lot of, you know, confidence socially and a lot of courage. Courage. I, sure. Even if I'm confident, I'll talk to anybody, but when it, it's it's hard man Go, yeah. especially me like going into I, i've never been in this business i gotta open this door and, and talk to this receptionist and talk, sweet talker to give me some information <laughs> right right <laughs> and it, it's been bad some of them been bad yeah my first one uh and robert stall my co-worker is gonna laugh at me but my first cold call i went to a dentist right and they uh-huh. had a whole bunch of paper stacked so comdoc we sell uh solutions to help people get rid of paper and stuff like that even though we sell copy machines to make more paper too we work on both ends <laughs> i walked in and i was saved by my ring the indian's ring but before that before she noticed <laughs> i walked in and i go hello i'm percy this is robert and um so robert was training you yeah, yeah okay yeah. he was my mentor yeah he was he was just he goes hey you got this one by yourself i'm like right. oh hell <laughs> <laughs> so, so i walk in and he's like uh He's like, go ahead. So I'm like, hey, Percy, this is Robert, you know, all that. And uh, it was like kind of like that, silent. <laughs> and I was like, do y'all do kids here? 
<laughs> Robert just left. He couldn't hold himself together. Now, he, he ended up like saving me a little bit, but man, yeah, I was just at that. I was like, uh, that didn't come out right. <laughs> <laughs> and Robert was like, what he meant to say is, you know, like what type of people do you treat here? And what he's really trying to, he's just trying to sell you a product that's going to help you. <laughs> I was like, oh, shoot. And then she was like, what is that ring? So that was just the fun experiences when you get outside that comfort zone. Uh, but then after that, you oh know, yeah. It's like that you get a line for that roller coaster. Yeah. And your stomach's getting you're like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be scary. Yeah, you're and going then you get, up. Yeah, the tink, click, click, click. And then you go over the top and you get done. Yeah. You're like, oh, I wanna my do God. it again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That's that Will Smith. Yeah. Um, when he was talking Talk about skydiving, was that his fiftieth birthday? Yeah. And he's like, Man, we just waste a lot of energy on the worry, the fear, and then you do yeah. it and it's like, Oh man, I just wasted I could have been, you know, doing some po- more positive things and more positive thoughts, but we do uh, waste a lot of our time on this earth. With the, with the hey, I, I've been fortunate with, with PGC as well to get me outside of my comfort zone with that because, like, every week in the summer, you got 120 athletes coming into these sessions, and off rip, you got to connect with them, right? You got to get yeah. them to buy into what what you're you're teaching them so they can buy into the culture you're trying to set by the end of the week. And, like, every week – I get up there to lead that first classroom session um, is, is that moment of like, all right, like before I walk in that classroom, like I got to pump myself up every time. Like, all right, let, let's go. Like you got this, let's do this. Like this is what you here to do type <laughs> thing. And like really talk to myself, yeah. get my mind right. Um, because at any time you, you introducing something or you starting off, man, it's just like that first initial, like, ah, am I good enough for this? Can I do this? Should I be doing this? And I was saying yours is harder. Kids are harder to it. Oh, man, they <laughs> laugh in your face, like, yeah. in a minute. You know, <laughs> most adults, you know, sometimes they, at that time when I go in, they want to be led. They want me to show them why I can, you know, help their business. Yeah. But kids, they got that, like, man, he don't know what he's talking exactly. about. Exactly. <laughs> and, 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 like, you can't. You know, and with my players sometimes, even still, I'm still young enough that I can, like, if they not listening to my coach, I can be like, all right, check up. This is why this isn't going to work. And, you know, I can, I can, I can work them out. But, like, at the camp, like, I can't firstly initially come up like, oh, you ain't going to listen to me? Check up one-on-one. Yeah. Like, I can't, you know, like, I can't, I can't do that. So, it's been Oh, somebody got to record that. It'd be like the dream team practice. I got to see Mike out here, like, check up. Hey. You ain't going to listen. I'm going to show you why right. you should. Yeah, right, right. Oh, that would be a pleasure You should have worked see. on your weekend. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's that that's that confidence I'm talking about. But um but no, okay, so I guess let's just uh <laughs> dive right into it. So what's going on in the world right now? It's oh like, man. <laughs> Man, it was all good just a week ago. I know. You know? About a week ago. About yeah, a when week there was ago. only a virus, right? <laughs> I guess wow. I yeah. Then this is making me forget about COVID for a little bit. Oh no doubt. Um, I mean, and I haven't really stressed anything on social media or anything. I kind of just been like, because I just I don't know. I just want to make sure I say the right thing, and I don't want to come mm-hmm. off as you know. Mm-hmm. But I did see one powerful post by one of my former teammates, and he mentioned some stuff that I kind of put up with, and uh, it was on Instagram. So he posted obviously the black screen, and uh, he says, um, like the beginning was like, hey. Um, if you've ever, you know, been judged or, you know, ridiculed for being educated and not sounding black or something like that. And it's just like he hit home for some of the stuff that I, you know, most people don't think about. And it just I was just like, man, it was I'm running a couple of these posts and some of them are powerful, man. And it's just like. Uh, 
my my initial thing, the one thing I did post on Twitter was like, look, you know, because the big thing right now with the kids, my son is like, imagine, you know, <laughs> that's the thing everybody's saying. You know, imagine, you know, like because he's playing Fortnite. So he'll say, imagine you land at, uh, you know, whatever one of the places are in Fortnite, <laughs> Risky Reels, and there's 10 people here. So I was like, you know, I just, I just, <laughs> I just said on Twitter, I was like, imagine we all loved each other. <laughs> like, imagine what that would look like. Yeah. But, I mean, I know that's not possible for everyone to love each other, but just – like I guess you just explain some of the thoughts that Which, you you going through just with yeah with uh, with everything just as a whole I don't you wouldn't yeah. have to get into specifics or anything because you know I'm you know writing or nothing like that but mm-hmm. just you know because I actually saw someone tweet um about Colin Kaepernick so it was a guy a, a white guy tweeted at Colin Kaepernick and apologized he said mm-hmm. at the time like I I just I didn't understand. And I don't know why this one's different. Man, come on. I, I just don't get come it. Come on, but man. I don't on. understand why this yeah. one is sticking out. It's real. Yeah. I don't, is there, but like, am I missing something that with the, this George Floyd one? Is that is that is there something different that's why it's sticking out and getting more? I, don't, I think there's a couple of avenues with that. First off, like, you know, you said, what are you feeling right now? And uh, frustrated. You know, it's frustrating that it's still it's, – it's, it's, it's 2020, and we still having these exact same conversations that I've talked about with my grandpa, I've talked about with my father, and I'm assuming I'm going to have to talk about with my son at some yeah. point as well, just how things are, you know. So that's that's frustrating. Uh, it's sad just to see a life taken yeah. like that. It's so sad. Um, and then it also is it's confusing. It's very, very confusing. And I've been – have had con- conflicted uh, feelings about a lot of things, but – I've had a lot of conversations with these with my friends and just like, you know, as a man, they don't let, they always tell us like, we can only have so many feelings, but yeah. it's, it's okay to have multiple feelings right now. You yeah. know, it's okay for one moment to see all these people reaching out and, and, and saying, Hey, I'm thinking about you. I'm with you and me feeling hopeful and, and me being glad they're reaching out. And it's also okay to be frustrated and upset at the exact same time. And I'm like, well, what were you doing before? Like were you not thinking about me? Yeah, were yeah, you yeah. not were you not understanding that it's a real fear to when anytime I come in a situation, you yeah. know, with, with the police, it's a real fear uh in a lot of situations that I'm in just because of, of my of my skin color, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to have all those feelings. Um and uh I think the difference right now though is that it's on all of our front porches. Yeah. You know, it's like in the past, man, I still remember um you know, I, I believe um, my uh, Malcolm Brown, I believe his name was, the young man that was killed in uh, Cincinnati a couple years ago. Um, and me and my father talked about it. Again, it was another one that was on social media. We saw it. We talked about it. And we cried over the phone about it in our conversation. And this was like three, four years ago, right? And mm-hmm. and just uh, for us at that point in time, we talked about enough is enough and how we can specifically in our own circles, in our own lives, take certain types of actions that we wanted to do. Um, why everybody didn't see it at that time and, and understand it is because it was so easy that even if it made you feel uncomfortable, even if you know it was wrong, it still was so easy to turn to the next news thing and be like, yo, LeBron went for 50 last night. Yeah, you true, know what I'm true, saying? True, and true. like, and you know it was wrong and you know it, was, it upset you and whatnot. It was so easy to go to the next thing and, and be like, oh, hey, I got to go to a graduation party tonight and then I got to go do this. And yeah. like for the first time, 
the world is still. Yeah. And so you can't go to the next news article. Like, even if you are tired of seeing it, hearing about it, watching on the news, like, it's popping up on Sports Center. Right? It's popping up on your, uh, my nightly news show that I typically watch. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just popping up on everything. And so, like, you can't, you can't turn from it no more. And, yeah. and now it's a time where um, it's like, it's here. Like, yeah. like I, I, can't, I can't turn it off. I can't run from it. And, and now we got to talk about it. Yeah. Okay. And that makes sense. Because, you know, I just was like, man, why is... Why is this one sticking out so yeah, much? Yeah, because for if you know real talk though, in our circles, and when you specifically talking about the black community, every time one of these happens, you talk about it with somebody, mm-hmm. and, and somebody reaches out to you in your circle, like, man, can you believe this? Can you talk? And we talk about it, and we talk about, oh, this cop actually got off for that one that just happened three weeks ago, and it's not all cops, but it's yeah, the, yeah. you know, mod or whatever, like how this happened, and we all talk about it, but um, again, it's not it's not everybody that's talking about it. And, and so now for the first time, everybody's talking about it. And it's just, it's taking, taking America by storm. It's taking the world by storm for real. Yeah. And, and the one thing I also like, just touching on what I just uh, spoke about by my uh, former teammate in his Instagram post. Like, I always thought about that, like, because a lot of white or black, it wouldn't matter. I would get that from every angle. And oh, it bothered yeah. me. It bothered me where I'd be sitting there. That's a real one. And I'm like, uh, and they'd be like, um, like, Percy, man, you know, you just... You ain't that black. Yeah. And I'm like, what what, what, what does that? that mean? What does that mean? And I would, I would catch them. Because yeah. then they'd be like, well, no, 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 no. I'm like, so so what so what about me is not black? Yeah. Because I, I, I like I, I'm educated. I, I speak different. Speak on it. I'm like, what how like tell me how to be blacker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then that's when they're like, ah, you know, that's not how I meant it. I'm like, there's no other way. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's that's real. Like that's a real, that's a real uh thing you have to learn how to how to grow in and that confidence, right? Because for us, you know, growing up in a predominantly right school, mm-hmm. predominantly right area. So, you know, you, you know, subconsciously, like you can't, there's a certain, there's a certain way you act when you're acting yeah. too black, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. it's like, okay, I got to act a certain way. Um, I know for specifically when I went to college, man, I was so geeked that the majority of my team was was black. Yeah. You know Ball what I'm saying? Yeah. I was I was expecting to walk in the locker room and then I was like, whoa, yeah. all right, let's go. Yeah, I was hyped because I was like, man, I'm tight with purse. Like I knew our relationship and then like everybody else that has that's been black that I've been on a team right with whether it was Isaiah Hill or anybody like yeah. I've been I've been cool with, right? So I'm thinking like, oh, well, I'm about to be boys with everybody yeah, in my yeah, locker yeah. room, right? Yeah. And then I remember like after like you know, that that first week of class and like dudes were like, oh, yeah, yeah. Mike, he, he talked like he a white boy. He talked like he a white boy. And I'm like, what? what? What's that even mean? <laughs> yeah, like, like, what like, oh, like, oh, because I answered <laughs> questions in class. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, because I because I are, are articulate myself, you know. And so now all of a sudden, like you go for two extremes where it's like, man, like you almost feel at times like you're not you're not black enough for your black friends. Yep. You're not white enough for your white friends. And then at the end of the day, you gotta be like, "Nah, man, I'm me." Yeah, you, you know, you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm, I'm me. And, and and once you get that confidence in life, in any any, no matter who you are, yeah. whether you're a white person, black person, no matter who, a woman, a man, like yeah. whatever. Like, once you get that confidence that I'm me, and you can be me in any any environment, like that's that's yeah. when you can that's when you can truly become who you want to be. And and that's what's frustrating right now, right? Is everybody like when we feel like. You're not letting me be me, and it's a danger to be me. Yeah, that's when you see what you see. Yeah, like you telling me it's a danger to be me. Like I'm not okay with that. Yeah, and you shouldn't. Yeah. Um, the the one thing you said about that, I wanted to say. Oh, 
I don't know if you've seen it. You probably have because you've probably seen every Fresh Prince episode. Remember when Carlton was trying to get into that, uh, was it a fraternity or something? And Will, they the dude was like, yeah, Will, you can get in. But Carlton, we can't let him go in. Yeah. Because he, he a sellout. Yeah, he a sellout. And Carlton, like, went off on him. Yeah. I was like, he kind of said everything. And to me, that bothered me, like, early on, especially in college. You know, when dudes would get frustrated at me. Whether this is about to get silly, whether if I destroyed them in a video game, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. hurt their pride, or just did something to them on the court or at practice, and just you know made them kind of feel some type of way, then they would attack me personally, and they thought that was a way. And at the time, it was I would get For that sure. would get under my skin. Like, what? Yeah. What do you mean I'm black? Like, come on, yeah. Guys. But uh, now I'm just like, like you said, like it really. When people say that, I just like laugh. Like exactly, I'm like that's that's not a good comment to say, bro. But it's all good. Yeah, like, it's whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nah, yeah, I go in. You know, yeah, I go in. I'm like, so so articulate that. What you mean? What you mean? I'm not, like, yeah, like, let's talk about it. Because when you talk about things, though, hopefully the next time they think about that statement, they think about what they're saying. Yeah. You know, and so many people just think on their thoughts. Like, that's a thought in your head because you're jealous. Yeah. At the end of the day, like, like let's let's. Okay. So let's go like in. It. So, like, oh, yeah, oh. but I had to grow in that confidence, man. My freshman year, like, I struggled, I struggled with that a ton. Um, See, I wouldn't have thought that about you, though. Yeah. I, just because yeah. I know, like, if they know your family or they know my background, like, my background is, I yeah. mean, my, my name is not so <laughs> Percival. But uh, but just, like, what I've gone through is, you know, and I don't think what you, the adversity you face is what makes your skin color no, what it no, is. No. But I, but that's just, that's what, that was my, my, like, my fight back. Like, what are yeah. you talking about? I went through that, did all this. Yeah. And because uh, they always just like, yeah, you was probably rich and all that. I'm like, oh, oh my gosh. Right, right. <laughs> and because, you know, my, my dad lived close to OVU. Um, oh, okay. And at the time, like, that's when me that's when me and my pops got super close, right, over those, over those couple of years. Because he lived in Marietta. Oh, okay. Uh, and so, and then he actually worked with our team. So he worked on campus as well. Oh, okay. um, after my... I think like middle of my freshman year, sophomore year, he got hired at the at the campus to do ministry work over there. Type really? Stuff. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, so so they would see that as well and be like, "Oh, you're you're like you know your daddy been in your life like this, that, and the third type thing." And I'm like, "Man, I'm like, man, and to like, me that is just so comical, right? Bro. You ain't black because you got a dad, right? <laughs> hey, hey, that's 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 wild though, right? Yes, that's wild. That, that is wild. We think that about ourselves yes. too." Yes. That's that's what's crazy. Yes. Um, yeah, because a white person would never say that. They know better. <laughs> <laughs> Look at <John. laughs> oh, But man, I, I got I might have to have your dad on here, man. I just want to hear him say, watch this. Yeah, here we go. You <laughs> already know. Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Watch this, watch this. <laughs> now, the Mike real is thing is <laughs> Hey man. Hey, me and my dad rapped yesterday for about two and a half hours. Really? It was so good. Yeah, oh, so, yeah we, we've gotten to that place. Y'all where, might start your, y'all should start your own nah, podcast. Yeah, the, hey, the world ain't ready for that. The world ain't ready for that. <laughs> oh, uh, man. Well, I'm, uh, you know, it's about that dinner time. The wife is probably cooking it up for us. But um, I'm. it was a pleasure to have you on, Mike. It, to be honest, this went way better than I thought. Everyone else I did have, pref- uh, you know, questions ready. Right. But I was like, man, this is Micah. You know, this is my brother. We just... We just gonna get it going. Yeah, we got a microphone on our face, but uh, you know, ain't, we can talk about anything together. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's what that's what we did, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm I'm happy about it. What you feel about? It? I mean, a lot of people after the podcast, after we click the podcast over, they're like, "Man, that was fun." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, we was just talking." Yeah, I was about to say. I mean, that was on the airwaves. This is like. <laughs> 
yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's fun because uh, we all, like we always say, like, man, we sh- if our life was a movie, like, you know, how, like, it would the be. The basement's of Eric's. Hey, 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 Bad Boys 4, what's up? Hit us up. No. <laughs> but, that would uh, be too funny, man. Uh, nah, it's always, it's, all, it's nothing but love and good times anytime we get together, man, even if they're tough times, so. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll have to have you on again. I know you're about to get. Deep into the basketball season, but we'll figure something out. Um, Am I, though? Am I? I hope we have a season. I don't know yet. Oh, okay. Still up. (laughs) No, let's get deep into the season. I really hope we get deep into the basketball season. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, do that. I really do. I really Uh, do. And I want to be able to watch you because I love watching you coach. Watching Micah coach is hilarious. But, but no, yeah. uh, So, we're going to have, you know, just to, I guess, give them. Should we give them a little sneak peek of who we're going to be having on next? Go for it. We're going to have, uh, well, we're going to have Steve Van Horn back on for part two. We're going to have, uh, I'm trying to get my home, I'm trying to get Eric Williams on here to talk about. murder. <laughs> talk about, um, you know, his expertise and that's, yeah. you know, rehabbing and the body and exercise and all that. And we all know I need exercise. Um, <laughs> we're also going to have a special guest, C. Grant. Hopefully uh, we can get him on here soon. He's going to be traveling from pa to come here he said i gotta come see you person in the studio i was like you sure you don't want to do a virtual <laughs> he was like no i'm coming to the studio so i'm excited you know no pressure josh um so <laughs> i have to get that new table set up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh man but uh i would love to have like a group one of these days maybe this time next year we could just have you know all the homies you know hopefully Maybe maybe Colbert. Colbert talk enough for a podcast. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that's what we got up for sneak peek. But if you want to tune into more content, I uh stream on Tuesdays and Thursdays, twitch.tv forward slash Percy Garner. So uh, you know, if you ain't even in video games, we can talk about anything, just like what I do on this podcast. Uh pretty soon I will be posting on YouTube. So there's a YouTube channel where you can find all these podcasts and now we do video, even though we did have some technical difficulties in here, but we figured it out. <laughs> we persevered. <laughs> and um but again, I appreciate Micah stopping by. Appreciate Josh for producing. And uh peace, love, and happiness. <laughs> that's how you close your shows. That's not how I close them. I'm about to <laughs> I want to get real close to help close. That's how that's how you close your shows. Suggestions. I want to get real close to the mic and be like, yeah, you know. <laughs> but I ain't got that Isaac. We got a voice changer in here. <laughs> but no, yeah, we got to work on that. But yeah, make sure you you can tune in this podcast everywhere: Google Podcast, Spotify, YouTube, iTunes, all of it. Um, and I want feedback. Leave comments. Don't just listen and then bounce. You know, let's talk about it. Right. But uh, you guys, uh, hey, love what you're doing, man. Appreciate you having me on the show. It's it's, it's great to see it grow and. Uh, Love how you and Josh are, are connecting and uh, just getting different stories out there, trying to inspire people, connect people. Um, connection is everything. Everybody keep talking about, hey, what can, what can I do right now? What can we do, man? Connect and love people. Mm-hmm. That sounds sounds so simple, mm-hmm. but connect and love people. Everybody that's reached out to me and has said some type of segment on how they feel, why they feel, the reason why they feel that way is because they have a connection with me. So yeah, the more p- people you connect with, the more people you love, man, the more the more you're going to try to spread uh Spread everything that we need in this world. That's love, man. That's true. I like it. We should play any mini song that we have right now. I know we can't with the copyright reasons, but <laughs> he got a song called Love. But um, but yeah. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Get Level Podcast Network. <laughs> and uh, I'll see you in the next one. 
Pigs. <laughs>